really was. Those who were taking their pleasure at a higher strength and were absorbed in play showed very distant varieties of European type, Livonian and Spanish, Greco-Italian and miscellaneous German, English aristocratic and English plebeian. Here certainly was a striking admission of human equality. The white bejeweled fingers of an English countess were very near touching a bony, yellow, crab-like hand, stretching a bared wrist to clutch a heap of coin, a hand easy to sort with a square, gaunt face, deep-set eyes, grizzled eyebrows, and ill-combed, scanty hair, which seemed a slight metamorphosis of the vulture. And where else would her ladyship have graciously consented to sit by that dry-lipped, feminine figure prematurely old, withered after short bloom like her artificial flowers, holding a shabby velvet reticule before her, and occasionally putting in her mouth the point with which she pricked her card? There, too, very near the fair countess, was a respectable London tradesman, blonde and soft-handed, his sleek hair scrupulously parted behind and before, conscious of circulars addressed to the nobility and gentry, whose distinguished patronage enabled him to take his holidays fashionably, and to a certain extent in their distinguished company. Not his gambler's passion that nullifies appetite, but a well-fed leisure, which in the intervals of winning money in business and spending it showily, sees no better resource than winning money in play and spending it yet more showily, reflecting always that Providence had never manifested any disapprobation of his amusement, and dispassionate enough to leave off if the sweetness of winning much and seeing others lose had turned to the sourness of losing much and seeing others win. For the vice of gambling lay in losing money at it. In his bearing there might be something of the tradesman, but in his pleasures he was fit to rank with the owners of the oldest titles. Standing close to his chair was a handsome Italian, calm, statuesque, reaching across him to place the first pile of Napoleons from a new bagful, just brought him by an envoy with a scrolled moustache. The pile was in half a minute pushed over to an old bewigged woman with eyeglasses pinching her nose. There was a slight gleam, a faint mumbling smile about the lips of the old woman. But the statuesque Italian remained impassive and probably secure in an infallible system which placed his foot on the neck of chance, immediately prepared a new pile. So did a man with the air of an emaciated bow or worn-out libertine who looked at life through one eyeglass and held out his hand tremulously when he asked for change. It could surely be no severity of system but rather some dream of white crows or the induction that the eighth of the month was lucky which inspired the fierce yet tottering impulsiveness of his play. But while every single player differed markedly from every other, there was a certain uniform negativeness of expression which had the effect of a mask, as if they had all eaten of some root that for the time compelled the brains of each to the same narrow monotony of action. Deronda's first thought when his eyes fell on this scene of dull, gas-poisoned absorption was that the gambling of Spanish shepherd boys had seemed to him more enviable. 
So far, Rousseau might be justified in maintaining that art and science had done a poor service to mankind. But suddenly he felt the moment become dramatic. His attention was arrested by a young lady who, standing at an angle not far from him, was the last to whom his eyes travelled. She was bending and speaking English to a middle-aged lady seated at play beside her. But the next instant she returned to her play and showed the full height of a graceful figure with a face which might possibly be looked at without admiration, but could hardly be passed with indifference. The inward debate which she raised in Deronda gave to his eyes a growing expression of scrutiny, tending farther and farther away from the glow of mingled, undefined sensibilities forming admiration. At one moment they followed the movements of the figure.